In computer news this week, Apple Steve Jobs passed away recently. I met him way back in 1980 when I was marketing director of Spokane's first microcomputer company, Personal Computers, and he was visiting Apple dealers. He will be remembered as one of the visionaries of the microcomputer revolution. History of the Microcomputer Revolution, Part 9, Homebrewing in Computers Named Apple. In early 1975, just a couple months after the first microcomputer kit had appeared on the cover of Popular Electronics magazine, a group of electronic hobbyists in California's Silicon Valley held a meeting to start a computer club. The first micro, the Altair 8800 computer, was demonstrated at this meeting and other meetings followed, attended by more people. They put the name of the club up for a vote and decided on the Homebrew Computer Club. Many of the early attendees went on to become famous names in the emerging industry. The club also became somewhat infamous because of an incident involving the pirating of one of the first computer programs, a paper tape copy of Bill Gates' first version of BASIC, allegedly acquired by a club member who distributed it for free to anyone who wanted it. One of the people in attendance was a young man named Steve Wozniak, who worked for Hewlett-Packard. He also did freelance design work for a game company called Atari, and he had met a friend there, another Steve, Steve Jobs. Wozniak was a dreamer, designer, and builder, well-liked by people and called Woz by his friends, while Jobs was a hard-driven entrepreneur a couple years older. Inspired by what he saw at the homebrew meetings, Woz set out to build his own computer for the fun of it. He also decided to use a MOS technology 6502 microprocessor because it was cheap, around $20, and it looked like it could do a lot of things. Woz also wrote his own version of BASIC for his computer, which they named the Apple One. He showed it at one of the homebrew meetings, impressing the audience, but most particularly his friend Steve Jobs, who immediately decided they should start their own computer company and come out with an improved model, an Apple II. They sold some of their possessions, including a Volkswagen bus, and started building computers in their garage, although Woz continued working full-time at HP. Eventually, they drew the attention of an ex-Intel marketing executive who was able to see the potential and arrange for venture capital for the company, providing Woz would quit his job at HP and dedicate himself full-time to the Apple II project. After some convincing, he agreed, and the rest, as they say in the microcomputer industry, is history. The Apple II was a unique machine in the industry with its sleek, sexy design, its Apple logo, its open architecture, allowing anyone to design plug-in cards for it, and its capability to hook up to a color TV set and give you sound, color, and graphics, things you just didn't get with the monochrome CPM computers it competed against. The year is now 1977, and Apple Computer began a meteoric rise, elevating both Steves to millionaire Wunderkind status. The Apple II became one of the hottest computers in the industry. For Raw Bytes, this is Frank Delaney.